You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. is Fats, the third album by New Orleans, rhythm and blues singer, songwriter, and pianist, Antoine Dominique Domino Jr., aka Fats Domino. In the room, I have Adam, Ben, John, and Rob. Hi. Hi, Rob. The album was released in December 1956 on Imperial Records and produced by Dave Bartholomew. The genre is rhythm and blues, rock and roll. Fats Domino was one of the prominent influencers and leaders of early rock and roll. This is Fats at the height of the of his career that started back in 1949 when a 21-year-old sold over a million copies of his debut single, The Fat Man. Fats would produce more hits than any other 50s-era rocker besides Elvis Presley, including a staggering run of 39 straight singles that charted between 1954 and 1962. So a lot of people feel that this this man is most responsible for bridging the gap of R&B and rock, although Little Richard might have something to say about that. But what did we all think of This Is Fats by Fats Domino? Loved it. Love it. Yeah. Love Fats Domino. I also, it was interesting to hear that singles uh, versus Elvis. I had recently heard when um, he died, uh, I guess a few weeks ago, I, I heard that Fats Domino, during the 50s, sold more albums than Elvis, which is just an incredible distinction. I mean, like just to have actually outsold the guy who has a record called 50 Million Album, you know, 50 Million Fans Can't Be Wrong, just to show how much he bridged the gap into that mainstream. It's incredible, incredible accomplishment. Plus, the songs are great. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was really solid. Um, he doesn't have it's it's weird going back to that Elvis record seems that he doesn't have the swagger but he's very comfortable in presenting and being like a, a rock and roll rock and roll man yeah, he just lays it on but very uh, sort of in his own tone and, and we talked about that in some of the earlier episodes that you know you got Louis Prima who's really bombastic coming out of the gate You've got Elvis, who's doing these songs that were originally done by, you know, the likes of uh, Little Richard, who obviously was putting even more emphasis into it. And then you've got uh, Fats Domino now, who's doing, you know, some of these are his original songs. And uh, he's just laying them out there in a way that is sort of between, I would say, between Elvis and Louis Prima. I mean, you've got him... 
putting it out to you in a way that's really approachable, uh, but isn't over the top. It's kind of like chill while it's still like got a, a, a good beat. His vocal say, delivery is, it's really in the box, but it sounds really good. Well, he's so natural. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it, just, yeah. it just opens up and he settles into those triplets and it just rolls on just for a like little, half an hour. You yeah, know? the fucking opening trill for Blueberry Hill. Mm. Right before the triplets, just... Found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. On Blueberry Hill. When I found you, the moon stood still. Just a little bit of gravel. But like good like bass, I, I I he doesn't really have bad songs too. I, I listen to him a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I I put his records on pretty frequently, and in fact like my wife and I our first dance was to a Fats Domino song at our wedding, and but it's just we listen to those records and it's just really solid, just driving accessible songs that just have a great feel. He can, he can kind of do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. So, so you would say even more, you know, some people have to really try mm -hmm. to, to be the performer. He's he's a natural. Well, he makes it sound easy. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he really doesn't put on any affectation except for exactly. in, uh, was it La La? He, uh, he starts to do some, some, some Nerlens inflections <laughs> in La La, <laughs> but they don't, they don't sound contrived. I mean, that's just the, the way that the, the song is put together. Yeah. Then the, uh, the, the chord progressions he's using are, it, it's less straightforward, like rock and roll. There's actually some like thought that's going on in, in those, uh, things. And also, Specifically, uh, Blue Monday, the, the double time on the chorus. Dude, Blue Monday. So yeah. good. So damn good. So yeah, I was going to bring up, as we go through these early records, I mean, a lot of these are meant to be singles, right? I mean, yeah. they're, they're not thinking, uh, you know, the first album we did, Frank Sinatra, We Small Hours, they're not thinking, you know, go with this, this whole album approach. It's, it's those hits. Like each song has got that hit. Yeah. And the only thing that this album I could say, you know, <clears throat> if you were to have any criticism is, you know, it's got the same style. Each each song kinda has the the same style, whereas that Elvis it was it was a little diverse. One was a ballad, one was yeah. this. But that could be a plus too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's the, the A C D C effect. The, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. It's the consistency that I think brings this album to a, to a new new level and just his his natural abilities like when you do something as well as fats domino does that yeah you know just do it yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely i wrote down uh one little thing about how i, I really felt like he put the role in the rock and roll yeah. which mm -hmm. was the way that he plays piano the way he just pushes the notes along and like you said with triplets and whatnot but he he does these very natural and he simple sounding just driving piano patterns 
that really make you feel that role. And then the, you know, the beat in the background is often, uh, you know, it's that tinny kind of like hi-hat 50s drums, but it's still kind of aggressive with this really smooth sounding piano on top of it and and this smooth vocal style. And it's it feels it feels more roll than rock. And that's kind of what I love about it, I think. It's just got a great vibe. Yeah. Those triplets are almost like the, the predecessor of like like galloping rock and roll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does have a similar feel to that, but you know, a little slower, smoother, softer. Only you can drill me like you do. So hold that kiss for a long, long while. You know I love you, honey child. I love to hear you whisper low. You know you really thrill me so. Only you can thrill me like you do. So please don't put me on that ship. You know I cannot help myself. I am happy as a baby. So Blueberry Hill, uh, which obviously is probably the you know most popular on this album, uh, reached what was top of the R&B charts, but it hit number two on the pop charts, which was uh, Domino's the the highest Domino ever got. But Blueberry Hill was you know a hit for Glenn Miller, my dad in uh, 1940. <laughs> huh. The track was surprisingly <laughs> difficult to record as no one could find sheet music that day for Domino, and he kept forgetting the words. Huh. <laughs> so no complete track was ever recorded. They had to piece it together in the studio huh. from uh, you know, the parts of the song that he could, could remember. <laughs> it's, it's really too bad that they didn't have a pencil and paper in that studio <laughs> either. I know. It kind of, it's amazing to think about because now you'd be like, yeah, just look it up. Google it. You can just Google it. Yeah, we'll get, the, we'll get the sheet music, and it's like, nope. But that's forever now. <laughs> that's funny. You, I, I read that too, and you know, even listening back with that knowledge, you can't hear that it's no. Frankenstein together. No, I don't, like I was trying to listen for where they made the cuts, and I couldn't hear. Yeah, well, it's impressive. Yeah, that's funny. I've for, or go ahead. Hey, for you know, nineteen fifty-five or whatever, you know, they're actually cutting the tape. You know? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I was just thinking. I was just thinking. Like I've definitely done. Uh, like cover song vocal tracks, like holding a phone next to the microphone, scrolling and singing. And I was just thinking about like, you know, that's just really, uh, he's, <laughs> he's pretty different. <laughs> Times have changed. But again, it said, uh, so they pieced it together from a bunch of different takes. So at some point throughout the day, he knew every lyric of the yeah. song. I think really, they just had a pen and paper. Here, you know? the thing is, <laughs> they hadn't invented them yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure they were just, they knew the the words, so they were telling him the words. But he was just he was like ah, ah. he probably was just like ah, I don't need to read it. I'm not gonna read it, while, it. I'm, while I'm playing. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. Something something Blueberry Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the next question is: This masterpiece does this belong on the one thousand? Well, when a number is as big as a thousand one. Don't necessarily all need to be masterpieces, but I think it is it a classic. Let's oh, just definitely. Say, is this yeah. album a classic? I mean, I it's just hit and great song after great song. It sounds good. It still sounds cool. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of the way that I like to look at these. Is does this still sound cool? Does this still work for me? Does this you know are the things that you could borrow 
from their style and insert it into a modern context and make people interested. And I think there's a lot of things about this record that you could um, pull out and re repackage that people would still be into. I mean, so I'm for every reason, I think. Yeah. And, you know, even if, even if I didn't like the music on this album, which I absolutely do, uh, I, you could probably say for a lot of the albums in this 1950s section, you could argue that it belongs in the list simply for, you know, like the ripples of influence yeah. that it created. Yeah. Which we'll be able to say less and less as we get later and later. Absolutely. Yeah. As we reach our early 40s. As we reach <laughs> yeah. our early 40s. <laughs> yeah, I think just just the fact that his, his natural ability and... It's just got a coolness to it, you mm -hmm. know? It just has, like Adam was saying, it's just got something about... He's just got some natural swagger, but relaxed. Mm -hmm. Perfectly at ease and can present a great song. Mm -hmm. Even when it's not his. Even when he doesn't write the song. Uh, he, he, he makes it his own. Anything else we want to say about Fats? Rest in peace, Fats. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Fats. Thanks. Yeah, so we're recording this... 2017, but uh, Fats Domino has recently mm -hmm. left us. He's gone up to Blueberry Hill. <laughs> Chuck Berry's bar. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the uh, buffalo fries there are really good. Those <laughs> are killer. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> I haven't been there for ages. Does anybody have any comparisons to other people? Little Richard, Elvis Presley, where does he fit in there? Well, I mean, there's some interesting things that he's doing, again, musically on this album, not just his singing and pianos, but whoever did the arrangement, uh, the guitar on Trust in Me is a, a pretty solid, you know, rock and roll riff, which, you know, Fats, Fats is solid in rock and roll, but, you know, when you think about him, you don't really think about the guitar arrangements on any of the songs, you think about his vocals, and you think about his piano stylings. You know, you mentioned Ellis and Little Richard. Uh, you know, especially this early in the game, people are bringing so much their their culture. They're introducing their culture into this new sound that's just getting born. Like Elvis is from Tennessee, so his stuff he's got like the honky tonk in the country. Little Richard's from the Deep South. He's got more of the gospel. Where Fast Domino is like he's introducing the jazz of like New Orleans. Yeah, he's got that whole like that swagger. That that's that's New Orleans that you're hearing. You know. Next time, we will be doing Ellington at Newport by Duke Ellington. So, thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why you never say